Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of That's Entertaining. This week you have me, sick, and my voice will be off. But, bringing the power, bringing the pain, is Mr. DeWahey. Alex, welcome back. Thanks, Nathan. It's good to be here. <laughs> don't do that. Sorry. That'll make me, make me cough. And I don't we're want just to going with like cough. a late night, like, <laughs> video theme. We're going with like a little, uh, how you doing? You there know? you go. I like it. Hopefully I'm loud enough. I usually am for, for everybody. We could listening. always talk about X3. Get you going again? No. Just saying. No, let's not do that. Let's not bring up. Did you see the Logan trailer? No, I haven't seen it yet. Fantastic. It's good. It's good. It'll watch any thought of X3 out of your mouth. There you go. So, and ladies and gentlemen, if you can tell, I'm sucking on a, a mint right now so I can actually speak. Because if I don't do that, it'll just be coughing. So, please forgive the mint in the mouth noise if if you hear it. And this is this is going to be a mess of an episode, I'll just say that, because I'm on all kinds of drugs right now. Like, I don't even know. Just the, the, This is the perfect episode. The doctor's just saying, like, it actually is. Exactly. So the doctor's just say, hey, take this. And I'm like, okay. So that's time to I don't know if there's any morphine or cocaine in this one, but you never know. You'll find out. You let me know. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing two of you. Is that normal? Oh, <laughs> Are you slipping into 1895 by chance? In and out? Aren't, aren't you wearing a frilly shirt right now? It's like... Well, yeah, but... <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> Alex, <laughs> what have you been entertained by recently? Oh, man. Uh, so much stuff. Uh, no lie. Yeah. No, seriously. My wife and I, we've, we've actually done a really good job. We've been catching up on shows that were, like, years behind. It's really good. Years. Years behind. Like uh, American Horror Story. Always this time of year, I love watching American Horror Story. <sighs> It's so good. <laughs> My gosh. I love scary stuff. So, the you new what's season. Scary? What's scary? X-Men 3. X-Men 3. <laughs> <laughs> scary bad, yeah. Um, so, we've been catching up on American Horror Story. We've uh, been catching up on The Blacklist. Very good. very good. You know, I fell off The Blacklist as soon as they took it off of Hulu. Because mm. they have that Netflix deal with, with them, too. Yeah. And so, I'm behind at least at least two episodes of theirs. Yeah. Um, but I saw a, a TV commercial for it recently, and she's still trying to figure out who her dad I know, is. I know, I know, I know. And every time, I was like, "Are you my father?" I'm like, "Seriously, is this show still talking about that?" Yeah, it's. I mean, it's very obvious that, my opinion, that he's her dad. Okay, and it's. Just, Why don't they just do it? it they just. Submit. They need to just let it out and just. Move Why hasn't on. she taken a blood test yet? I'm sure there's been enough of his blood and her blood that they could just do a test. No kidding, right? <laughs> no kidding. But, I mean, all in all, it's a good show. Uh, James Spader does an amazing job. And I love James Spader. Yeah. He, but he just is... freaking admit if you're her dad. Yeah, absolutely. Seriously. Um, I'm but... about to have an X-Men 3 meltdown on that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but the big things of the week that I've been entertained by, obviously the Cubs are in the World Series. Yeah, go Cubs. Um, and uh, the Walking Dead season premiere was Sunday night. Did did you say the the walking the dead? The walking the walking dead. Need you a cowbell. <laughs> the walking dead. I can't even do any voices right now. I'm so it, dead. I don't know if you're if you watch the show or if you're caught up at all. I I haven't seen anything past like season part yeah. of season two. Well, they left on a big cliffhanger. Um, 
back at the end of last year at some point, I think, or maybe February. February is when they left off. So coming back, they're, uh, it was left on a cliffhanger as you know, what main character is going to meet their demise, their execution. And it was actually a little disappointing at first because they, they killed off who I thought they were going to kill off initially and it it wasn't like a main character it wasn't somebody that i was emotionally attached to or anything like that it was abraham close to bob um and you know it was spoiler should we have said spoilers oh spoiler alert (laughs) actually again it's not really that big of a deal like i i'm just not attached to abraham like i am some of the other characters but maybe somebody was attached to a character and now they know they're not gonna die so abraham lincoln i meant abraham lincoln oh he did die (laughs) Was it? Was it? Hit? It was, was a blow to the head. But but so I was a little disappointed at that. But then then like five minutes later, they completely threw a curveball, turned around, and just executed Wait, World Series again. Curveball? No. Well, <laughs> pu- no pun intended. But then right after that, they turned around, they executed in a, a main character that's been since you know. Spoiler alert! Since season one, maybe I shouldn't name names, but a lot of people are upset. This one was Bill. This one was Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people are upset. They're saying they're never going to watch the show again. It was a pretty gruesome death, especially for cable television. Um, but I thought it added a whole new dimension to the show that's been made. They've been flirting with, you know, killing some of these main characters off for some time. A lot of rumors going around. It was just like one of the bigger shocks I've ever seen on a TV series. And it was actually really cool. And, uh... I think it, it immediately gives credibility to the main character that they're the, the main antagonist that they're trying to establish for this probably next couple seasons through the end of the whole series, and I just thought it was great. And a lot of people are really upset, but that's what I've been entertained by, as disgusting as that sounds. If you saw it, you'd be like, "Wow," but uh-huh. I'm not gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you? Oh. Well, been catching up on a lot of the shows that have been starting out. It's been busy, but um, caught up on the Flash. Good show. Mm-hmm. All the CW shows I've been trying to work my way to catch up, including Supergirl, which I watched the first season because it's available on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I went through that, and you know, Super Supergirl is corny, but at the end of the day, it's it's fine. Nothing wrong with it, and actually. You know, I've talked to some people here. It's like, oh, yeah, why are you watching that? It's, piece of, it's trash. I'm like, no, it's not. I mean, it's better than other TV shows. Mm-hmm. And Production quality is probably good. Yeah, it's fine, production quality. Um, one thing that you'll notice with Supergirl is that it's very female empowering, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Because it's Supergirl. It's a female and they hero. They do have a lot of these superhero TV shows that revolve mm-hmm. around males. I mean, Jessica Jones mm-hmm. and Supergirl, probably the only two that I can think of mm-hmm. that... So, I mean, that's that's good for females, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it's interesting. Like, look at the characters on the show. Uh, main characters are always, like, it's it's her, her sister, um, the head of the company, which mm-hmm. is Calista Flockhart. Um, and those are, like, the main characters. And the main villain is also a woman. So, I mean, they, they rely on that a lot, and it's fine. And the, it's funny. They mentioned like the Madam President a couple times, but the president in the in this is also a woman. Hmm. So I don't know if it's foreshadowing. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, it's uh, it's 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 worth your a watch if you 
you just want to kind of have something on in the background. Mm-hmm. But it's it's actually not bad. It, it's a decent show, and uh, I think it's a bad rep from a lot of the critics about it. But uh, I enjoy it. it. I mean, is that because it's corny that it gets that bad rep, or I don't know. In a way, probably because is it just the lines like, that are corny, or like um, very obvious plot lines, or obvious plot lines? I would say mostly, and just some other. Issue, issues that you come across with, with oh, how am I going to deal with this or that? Or why doesn't Superman come and help you? You know, because he's in this world too, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the beginning of season two, actually, they brought in Superman. So he's a character now in the show. And so, did they use the same actor? From Well, they never showed who he was in the first one. I see. So he was just kind of always like this Mythical, figure. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they, they brought him in, and I actually kind of like the interpretation of Superman that they, they brought with. He's, you know, I'll get it to you in a jiffy, you know. He uses those terminologies and things like that, and he's got the clumsy thing, you know, and he, the Clark versus Superman persona is actually really good. Mm -hmm. Um. Because DC typically doesn't use the same characters that they, they haven't used the same characters that they've used in their cinematic universe that they do. Yeah. So, so this is completely different. This is not Henry Cavill, obviously. Yeah. Which I mean, it'd be nice if they were all integrated, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you could see the same characters in a TV show that you, that you do in the cinematic universe. I, I think that would be fantastic. But there's an availability issue, mm-hmm. right? And then there's a money issue. Oh yeah. I'd rather have the character be present in both, where it makes sense, rather than missing from mm-hmm. the TV show. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they couldn't get the actor. And you could always put off to like the movie universe as an alternate dimension. Yeah, because you know how DC has the you know the fifty two planes of existence or whatever you want to call it. I can't remember off the top of my head what it's called, but right. different uh, dimensions. So they could always play it off like, oh, in this dimension, this is the cinematic dimension. This is mm-hmm. the TV dimension. But right, and you know we've seen different actors play Superman, you know, over the years. So mm-hmm. we're not accustomed to looking at a, a Superman as an identity, mm-hmm. not a specific person. Yeah, there's been about nine. Like portrayals of him when you look at yep. George Reeves, Christopher Reeves, uh, Brandon Routh, um, Henry Cavill, um, and you got the people on Lois and Clark, whatever his name is. He's also uh, in this TV show. And then you got like the, the voice actors. And I don't know, I'm missing another cinematic. Ben Affleck actually did it once in a, in a show. But. Nice. Anyway, um, been watching that stuff and. It's fine. <laughs> I've been trying to watch football a little bit here and there, but I haven't had much chance to really opportunities to watch football either. You pick a team to root for yet? <sighs> not really. Rams are doing all right this year. Better than the Bears. Yeah. Eh. That's not saying much. That's true. <laughs> you win more than one game. That's all you need to do. You're doing uh-huh. better than the Bears. That's right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's I've been pretty busy with everything else. I haven't really played much as far as games go except for Forza Horizon 3, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I've said that before. And I can't hardly talk. So, save me, Alex. Talk to me about our entertaining thoughts for this week. Okay, so this week we are looking at Sherlock, the Abominable Bride. What do you think of that title? It's like fine. A, it's a Sherlock title, mm-hmm. right? It's a very Sherlock title. I don't mind it. I never lean too heavily on the 
the titles of the show, right? I, I like the the actual show <laughs> depict the quality. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I don't even know the title. I, I yeah. Just, just scratch that. <laughs> um, but I, I thought, I mean, so it's been a while since I've watched Sherlock. I still have not caught up to the point to where this movie is supposed to begin, mm-hmm. right? So um, I'm probably missing some information that I need that would make this a more complete review. Because as much as this is a standalone, it does, it's feeding off of events that happen in this show up to this point. Right, and, and I actually wasn't aware of that until I started watching it, and then it started going actually through the recap ever since the series began, <clears throat> all the way back mm-hmm. in 2010 up to the current uh, you know, time, and, you know, I got to see Moriarty, um, you know, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I wasn't, I wasn't actually expecting that, but yeah, so we saw Moriarty die, and then, and, and then, you know, once they slipped back into when he kind of had his dream or whatever it was on the plane, they, they went back into the 19th century, 1895. Um, I actually really liked the setting, you know, we obviously love the characters, mm-hmm. and I thought the way that they presented the murder, the uh, characters, and, and everything to start the the case, so you say. Um, that was actually really straightforward, really well done. I was really pulled in, right? And I know I you can probably figure out what I'm going to say, but I love the fact that Sherlock, because it's in the 19th century now, he said, the game is afoot, uh-huh. not on, it's afoot. Uh-huh. It is always afoot. <laughs> it was the best. Um so I, I really like the beginning part of it. Now, you know, as it went on, it felt like it was slow for the an hour and a half. It felt like it could have been longer, mm-hmm. and they were just kind of progressing along. I felt like at one point when I had to 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 get up and and leave and pause the show for a second. Um, I didn't feel like the characters had actually accomplished much in the case at this point. This is when they were staking out the house, and it was already an hour into the into the you know movie with only like 30 minutes to go mm-hmm. and I'm thinking so everything's gonna be packed in this last like 20 30 minutes I would have preferred a little more even you know uh, exciting uh, events going on um, and then towards the end once he started to slip in and out of you know what was real and what was not real it almost got a little confusing for me um, but you know good scenes uh, great acting um, you know, at the end, uh, I loved the the ending where they were sitting there talking. He's trying to explain to him everything in the in the future. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, it just doesn't sound like it's for me. And then he looks out, and he's in modern day. I thought that was brilliant. I thought they did a great job of of bridging, you know, past versus present versus present. But I don't know. I wish they wouldn't have slipped between the two so much during during the movie in itself. I wish it would have been just, you know, he slipped back in the past and the whole movie was set in the past with the exception of the end. Or, you know, he might have come back into the present one time just to realize that, you know, there was some correlation between what was happening, what he remembered happening in the past versus now. Um, But that's just me. And I don't know if that's because I've missed some uh, episodes along the way. Uh, I don't know. What was your take on it? I mean, I was fine with it, obviously. Um... And, you know, the whole him dreaming that he went and dug up Amelia Riccoletti's uh, thing. Eh, whatever. It was right. part of part of what he was trying to figure out with this case. Mm-hmm. But I, I did get, like, a, an Inception feel a little bit from it. Yeah. Because, you know, he's going, like, so many layers deep. I know. Um, I think even Moriarty kind of called it out. It's like, oh, you're going to free the first one that dies in his mind palace. Something like mm-hmm. that. But, 
Uh, it was, to me, I didn't have a problem following it because once you realize that it's a dream, he's like, oh, yeah, that was a dream. And then he wakes up in the Reichenbach, Reichenbach I can never say that word, falls where, you know, he, he faces Moriarty. Mm-hmm. And that, what do you think of that fight scene between the two of them? They cut, there's no music. It's just the two of them. Right. And the only sound that you hear other than them fighting is the, the waterfall. What do you think of that scene? The setting was amazing. Um, the actual fight quality, not so much, right? Yeah, was, but that's probably what it would it, actually be like, just a scuffle. In a real fight, yeah. yeah. It's more, yeah, in a real fight. I thought they could have just gotten some better shots of it, I guess. But mm-hmm. it was more like a still shot almost sometimes rather than like a, um, what would you call those Jason Bourne uh, scenes, those uh, visceral. Visceral, yeah. yeah I there mean, wasn't anything visceral about No, that. no, but, um, I mean, it was okay. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. I, I, I look, it, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I'm glad I saw it. I'm not going to write home about it, but it wasn't terrible. I was interested. It's Sherlock Holmes, and it's Benedict Cumberblock Batch, whatever you want to <laughs> call him, whatever we're calling him now. But it was great, and I thought um, Watson looked great mm-hmm. in uh in the 19th century, I thought he just, he looked perfect. I mean... <laughs> um, I can't remember which part exactly it was, but there was a part where Watson and Sherlock were riding, I think they were riding towards the the gathering of the woman, mm-hmm. towards the church, and you could see uh, with Watson, he was talking to, like, almost yelling at Sherlock, and he was like, hey, you know, this and that, and tell me or do something. And he... You could see the mustache was gone, and it was the portrayal <laughs> of him in the in the uh, modern times, right? But still set in there, so it was kind of going you know in the back and forth in his mind, right? I thought it was kind of cool. I like the way cool. they did that. Yeah, I mean, because if you think about it, this whole movie isn't really about what they say it's about. It was Watson writing about this case that Sherlock took that was the most mentally stressful case that he ever had Mm -hmm. it's more about us seeing what happened inside his mind during this case how he came to the conclusions and and really going through his mind palace process right Mm -hmm. this is the like what he sees and what he thinks about when he's going through maybe not every case but some of the more in-depth cases so Mm -hmm. it was very interesting to see and i thought that the again the gap between the past and the present were bridged beautifully and they had some amazing shots um which is that is sherlock you know what i mean that's what we've come to expect from the tv show what what'd you think of uh when you first saw the the woman that's the lab tech as the uh the person in the crypt mm-hmm. I, I love that i thought it was funny. it was hilarious yeah. it was hilarious and i mean you know it, i there were actually several hilarious moments during this just you know back and forth with uh, Watson that actually kind of reminded me of the very first episode uh, there were a lot of similarities with that very first episode I thought just the way that they were kind of introducing the characters at the beginning and you know even how they did uh, when they got uh, messages even though it's the 18th century the they telegrams. still used yeah they yeah. still used the scroll <laughs> like it was a text coming in uh-huh. it was it was funny um what do you think of uh, Mycroft being like this huge? Huge. I didn't. I didn't. You know, it took me a second to recognize him, and then I looked at his face, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's Mycroft!" I was just like, "What is going on?" <laughs> but um, do you see the fat around the corniest man? Yeah. And then I thought it was hilarious that he was betting how long it would take him to die mm-hmm. from eating all that crap. <laughs> so yeah, it was. It was funny. It was. It was again. I'm glad I saw it. Um, I I haven't seen 
much before it, and I haven't. I definitely haven't seen anything after it, so there I don't know anything after it nothing. Yet. So this is the last thing that we've seen before mm-hmm. the new season coming out. Mm-hmm. So, so this is, and it feels very much to me. It shares a lot of similarities with. We mentioned it already. Inception. He's on a plane. Mm-hmm. He's dreaming. He's kind of going three levels in at one point, mm-hmm. and then he wakes up and he sees the captain, and then he's like, "Oh, I." The, the woman captain's like, oh, you are the reason why I thought of that person. Because mm-hmm. when you watch the, the the 1800 scenes, you can kind of pick, like, oh, he chose this person because of this person. Right. You know. But I, I absolutely loved it. I mean, there's things about it that were, eh, but you take it as a whole, and you take it that this is him in a drug-induced state, mm-hmm. really going through it and really seeing how that, like you mentioned, that process works. Yeah. It was an interesting way to to make that. Again, they borrowed a lot from what you could see with a movie like Inception or a story like that where um, things are just kind of going in place. Which I don't mind so much, right? It's not uh-huh. like they copied off Inception. If anybody has the mental ability to go into those deeper levels, it's going to be somebody like Sherlock mm-hmm. Holmes. Yeah. Um and it was it was really good. I mean, I thought that the story of the abominable bride, uh, Amelia Ricciolatti, she was uh, haunting in a way. Mm-hmm. It was actually kind of like well portrayed. I agree. And when she does that, the whole the the two pistol thing shooting around, people are like yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, that was actually like interesting the way that they they mm-hmm. did that. And then you know how they did the 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 tricks, trying to create like a ghostly image with the glass yep. and stuff and. I thought it was really well done, really well thought out, and it's one of those things where it, this is definitely not everybody's cup of tea. Like, if you're a Sherlock right. fan, even Sherlock fans would have an issue with this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, I thought it was, it was good, and I, I like the way that it tied in, because the last episode proper that you see of the, the series, uh, at the end, he does go up in, in the plane, he's being banished, and then he comes back at the end, you see him... You know, that's the how it ends. So this actually takes place in that small span of time that is at the last episode, which is mm-hmm. kind of cool when you think about timelines yep. and how it works. So overall thoughts, I thought it was good. I agree. Um, this is not, I mean, nearly as good as some of the best. This is probably in, in the middling range to me. But, I mean, do you count this as an episode, or do you count this as, like, a in-between season, like, appetizer? It's definitely an episode. Okay. Um, and it's it fills both gaps in a way. Mm-hmm. Because this is in between seasons. This is a year after the last one aired, and probably about a year or two before the next one. Right. And I feel like with this with this episode, you, you get what you want. You get Sherlock. And what everybody was always kind of looking forward to with him being in the olden times, wearing the hat. Exactly. You know, everything like that. Yeah, I mean, if I'm watching the TV series and I'm a fan, I'd rather have this to watch than nothing. nothing. Exactly. Um, And as far as execution and everything, like, I thought it was really well done. But there are some things that, you know, people can kind of get lost about and things like that, which kind of take away from the storytelling as a whole and pull you out of it. And like you said, it it did feel a little bit, like, hits you really good up front. And then there's a ton of stuff packed in at the end. Mm -hmm. And in the middle, it was just kind of like that building... That didn't. It felt a little fluffy. That it didn't. It wasn't all essential to be there. Either make it. I mean, you you just have to have an even spread. I think 
throughout the whole movie. You know right. what I mean? So I'm saying make it longer because it definitely felt like it could have been longer instead of packing everything in the last 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Or just, you know, make the exciting moments, you know, the pinnacles, uh, just, just even them out a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Capture that. The first part of the episode when you're, you know, depicting the murders and everything like that, how you just hit us very straightforward with it and just keep that tone throughout Mm -hmm. or just make it long enough so that you can build up to something exciting and then not pack everything into a couple minutes. Mm -hmm. Just a preference. Yeah. But overall, well done. I agree. Um, Any final thoughts for this episode of Sherlock? More Sherlock. Hmm. But actually, no more you're, Sherlock. You're you're out of Sherlock. I have Sherlock to watch. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this concludes our current look at Sherlock uh, in the Cumber Block. We will actually be taking a small detour, a little bit of a break from Cumber Block next week, and we'll be watching and discussing. At least I will be. I don't know if Alex is going to be in on this or not. Luke Cage. Hmm. The latest entry into the Netflix Marvel Universe. This is, uh, of course, the uh, story of Carl. (laughs) 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 But uh, it's, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to discussing it. It was actually fun to watch the uh, the Luke Cage episodes and... It's gotten great reviews from yeah. what I've seen. It's it's it's, it's well like done. the it's like the show on Netflix right now. Like I remember a bunch of people when Netflix. Well, Stranger had Things, that, I think, is still the show for people who haven't watched that yet. Oh sure, but I mean, I remember when Netflix had a, a recent outage, right? And I just remember people just tweeting like crazy, going, "I can't watch Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. What am I gonna do?" <laughs> so, um, are you reviewing the whole season or? Okay, so I got I got some watching there to do go. then. All right. So love to have you back again next week, good sir. And listeners, I'd love to have you back again next week. Um, it'll be, again, a little bit of a break because after that, we'll be discussing Doctor Strange, which Ooh. will conclude our Cumber Block. My tickets are bought, Alex. Mine as well. It's going to be a strange encounter. Oh, Oh, little little bit of Inception in that movie too. Probably, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this was maybe his audition for Inception. There you go. There you go. He's he's just showing a little bit of his ability of what he can do. So Inception, if they ever come out with Inception two instead of Leo DiCaprio, it's going to be Benedict, Benedict as Sherlock. There you go. And Doctor Strange. Oh, that would be so cool. Oh yeah, it'll be interesting. Imagine one. if you had if you had uh, what's his name uh, the the director. Of Inception and the the Dark Knight, uh, Nolan. Nolan. Imagine if you mm-hmm. had Nolan direct an episode of Sherlock, like this, like Abominable Ride. That would have been it. Awesome. Imagine having him direct Doctor any Strange. Marvel movie. Yeah, it'd be amazing. It needs uh, Doctor Strange would have been the perfect one for him too. It they, any they, of them could they be. They need to think really. about these things because that'd be amazing. I think though, but, then the the DC loyalists would be up in arms because you know betrayal. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> but, ladies and gentlemen, you can find the podcast at uh, that's entertaining.net. You can find us on Twitter at entertainingpod. I'm on Twitter at voiced by Nathan. And, Alex, how about yourself? Yeah, I'm on Twitter uh, at D O U E 1 H 1. That is also my Xbox Live gamer tag. And you can find me on Xbox Live at Spider Jedi. Um, however, 
I'll probably be a little sickly by the time you're listening to this. If you're listening to it right away, maybe I'll be better by then. Maybe we can actually talk. But other than that, I'll probably be, like, not talking. Just call you up. Uh, That's right. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, can't talk. Bye. That's okay. You know what you don't have to... You know what you can do that you don't have to say anything? Text. Watch TV. Yes. Or play Forza Horizon 3. That's true. Because it's amazing. And I recommend it. All right. That'll do it for us this week, ladies and gentlemen. We thank you for listening, and we hope that you have been entertained. Once, once the show started, once he slipped back into the alternate timeline in 1895 and it started to go through the motions, it was a very familiar uh, setting. I, I like, I mean, obviously we love the characters, right? And their mannerisms are pretty much the same. And they even tried to make them go through the same uh, experiences that, that they were going through. Um, should I just stop? Yeah, yeah okay, we're just going to stop.